Today is a special episode. I'm literally bringing to you right here on the podcast by special request. And also the last time I did a live teaching, everyone was so appreciative and grateful that I took that recording and I made it accessible right here on the podcast. So today, so today we're getting straight down to business. No intro music, absolutely nothing. This is part one of a two-part series. I broke the workshop into two so you can digest it in two chunks. Also, the workbook is available for you right down below inside of the show notes. That's amazing. I know. You're going to learn so much. I'm so excited for you. Part one, absolutely incredible. If you want to actually catch the replay for this and watch it so you can see the chat and see all of the things on the screen that I'm going to be talking about here inside of this episode, there's some visuals that you won't be able to access just by listening, but you're still going to be able to get so much. I went ahead and I dropped that replay link for you down below in the show notes as well. I know so much fun. I'm just going to go ahead and get straight to it. Have the best time. And I can't wait to meet you back here for part two of the business workflow workshop tomorrow. This is the second time that I have hosted this workshop and I am so elated because I get to share all of the steps that I've taken to grow my business from a really, really side thing that I just thought was going to be fun into replacing my entire career. I literally hung up my interpreting license that I did for 17 years, but the real and replace my income and supporting and this whole financial thing is really cool about it. But the thing that we're going to talk about a lot and what means the most to me is actually being able to do that while keeping my dedication hundred percent to my home, my kids, my hair, my marriage, and my health all at the same time. And that is something that I'm really excited to teach. Are you excited to learn about that? That is what I'm most excited to teach you. The other reason I'm super excited is because I know that you Two, are working really, really hard to the point of, like I experienced, sacrificing yourself, giving up gym time, your nutrition, your sleep, right? Or just the way that you feel on any given day and sacrificing a lot of other things that mean a lot to you. You harbor guilt and bear burdens that not a single other person in your entire family understands. Can I get an amen for being in the room with other people that understand how hard this is? So that you can try and provide financially, either because you want to or because you have to, while being a wife and a mom and a keeper of all the things, the dishes, the laundry, the kids' feelings, their schedules, if they're on tech too much, like all the stuff that we have to keep up with every single day. So today is going to be the day where you learn exactly how I took all of those feelings and transformed them into a clean, organized plan that scaled my growth, and I've never looked back. Are you here because you want to get organized, you want to get consistent, and never look back? That's the big question. (laughs) If that's why you're here, give me a big yes. Let's see if everybody's here in the right place. Yes, 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 yes. Awesome. Okay. Another thing to be some kind of excited about is the fact that we are giving away some really fun things at the end. Um couple of my favorite water bottles, obviously, uh, some of my favorite paper planners, which you can see behind me. Um, I'm really excited about that, but you do have to be here live at the end in order to win the door prizes. So make sure that you stick around at the end of this workshop. Some of you guys are truly, honestly going to be on fire. Some of you are going to walk away with prizes. Some of you are going to walk away with a big aha moment. If you have one of those, 
while we're going through this workshop, if you have like a, that's cool. I didn't know that. Aha. Holy cow. That clicked. Or you're just having a good time. Will you take a picture of your workbook or of the screen and share it on social media and tag me? That would make me very, very happy. It excites me to be able to share what we're doing with a lot of other people. So feel free to share on social. I love that so much. But there are going to be some of you that are so fired up that you're going to be ready to take this information and implement it. You're going to have clear steps. We're going to fill out this workbook. If you don't have it out, get it out right now. We're going to drop the link in just a second to the workbook. I'm going to give you the exact steps. We're going to go through all of it. You're going to be super excited, ready to literally go and start building workflows as soon as we get done. You're going to be ready to create your plan and you're going to ready be ready to take action. So is that going to be you? <laughs> Are you already like searching for these things and trying to find it? How many times have you tried to find the answer? It's time to get out your workbooks. Drop the link in the chat. Girls, if you guys don't have your uh, workbook open yet, my team is here with me encouraging everybody in the chat. Um, so if you don't have it out, please make sure that you pull it up. If you didn't print it, that's okay. You can write down on just a plain piece of paper while you follow along digitally. And then you can go back and print it later if you want. You can take notes digitally, whatever you want. But taking notes, if you listen to the podcast, you know is that is the number one way that I make sure you get the information that I'm giving you into your brain. As we're getting out your workbooks, tell me what kind of work you do. If you run your own business, are you in social selling, network marketing, are you here because you're just getting started or you've been in your business for a long time, um, feeling like you're not making progress or making a lot of progress and you can't keep up? Like, just give me a little bit of information about where you're at and what your business looks like. I'm super curious what everybody does. I always get so many different kinds of people about to launch a podcast, business manager. Oh, they're all here dyslexia specialist. I love that. A birth doula after my own heart. I love it so much. I was going to be a birth doula before I started this business, actually. A postpartum doula, virtual assistant. I love it. Amazing. So, so fun. Okay. You guys are all in the right place. I think we've already determined that. So we've got a lot to cover. Let's go ahead and jump in now that everybody's situated, ready to go. We've got everybody here. When I got to this place in my life, I came in direct conflict with what I didn't know at the time, but is the catalyst for everything that I'm doing right now. I was 18 years old and I stood face to face with my high school sweetheart and was determined that I was going to have a career and I was going to work. And at 18 years old, on the brink of marriage and starting a whole family, I thought that I was at a major crossroads and I had to pick one way or another. My life flashed before my eyes at this vision of never having anything outside of motherhood. And so as I had thought at the time, I had to pick one over the other. So I picked having a career. I went down that road hard. I built a beautiful career for myself. And then I ended up as a single mom. And there again, I was faced with the reality of having a kid and having to work. It was me. It was her. It was my income. And I had so much internal struggle with doing both of those things and how to do it well. And then I got married to Blaine, my now husband. We had another kid. I had started a business while I was interpreting. It was an event-based wedding planning business with my mom. He's a firefighter. He does real estate. And we were slammed. We were so slammed. And I quickly saw that I never 
wanted to give up any of my pursuits out of motherhood, but I wanted to give my whole life and my whole self to my family. And for the first time I was like, what the heck, how do I do both of these a hundred percent? Like, how do I do this? And there was just this internal rub at all times. I truly desired And honestly, I needed to do both. It wasn't like an option at the time for me not to work. I had to work. I needed it. Our bank account needed it at the time. Do you feel this struggle of wanting to work or having to work? Have something for yourself, but still not fall behind in everything else. Like that was my struggle. So I dug in and I got to work. I worked really, really, really hard, but it was hard. (laughs) I had no systems in place and I was like, this is not working. And so my system's brain kicked in that I didn't even know I had. Honestly, I just started solving problems the way that I solve problems. And I started asking other people, what the heck you're doing this, right? And they're like, no one's doing this. You must teach this. And so as I was doing all of that, I realized that the number one mistake that I see women making, which this is the first thing that you're going to put on your workbook is that as they're trying to juggle both of these things, they are constantly scattered with zero strategic organization in place. That is the number one mistake that I see happening, okay? Is always being scattered with zero strategic organization in place. I like to call her Sally, scattered Sally to be specific. There was a time when I was scattered Sally. Anybody else's middle name, Sally. (laughs) Do you feel like scattered Sally? I have felt like this on occasion, but because of what I'm going to teach you today, I am able to not be scattered Sally, but to be confident Katie instead. Who wants to feel like confident Katie? Confident Katie in the house. I love it so much. I love that I can see everybody that's joining in the chat. That makes me so happy. So we today are going to try and go from scattered Sally to confident Katie Who wants to be consistent and confident, Katie? Because that's what we're really going to talk about. I know for a lot of women, living a scattered Sally leads to really harsh feelings, like downward spiraling harsh feelings. Having something that fills your cup outside of cooking and cleaning and momming and wifing is not wrong. It's not bad. And it shouldn't make us feel like we can't and we don't give 100%. But because the lack of strategic organization in place, because here's what happens. We end up feeling like a failure. We end up feeling like we're not doing good enough. And that's not the truth. It's just a lack of tools, right? So without that in place for how to complete the tasks, for how to create growth in the business, moms end up trying to do both and something suffers one or the other. They go all in until they can't breathe and they come up for air and they realize that they've completely neglected one or the other. So then they swing to the other side of the pendulum. They go all in and trying to like mend relationships and get the house clean. And then they're a hundred emails backed up in their inbox, right? It's this pendulum of like, how the heck do we just stay consistent in both? The guilt sets in. And the feeling of wanting to quit is what I want every single person. I want to prevent every single person from ever feeling that. That is my mission and my purpose and my drive is to be able to make sure that you can accomplish both of these things, which is the number two mistake that I want to talk about is giving is I see is mom giving up, giving up on their own dreams because they don't have the right systems in place. So number two mistake that I see moms making, and this is for your workbook is giving up on their own dreams because they don't have the right systems in place. Back in 2020, I didn't have a choice to give up. I had to work. I was a single mom and a lot of us don't, but we jump ship, right? So these other things, instead of like really 
pursuing our pursuits and our passion. My side hustle was the only thing that I had when my 17 year income as a sign language interpreter went from $4,000 a month down to $500 a month because of COVID. So the pandemic came, no one was interpreting anymore. I needed to make $4,000 a month for the family. And I was down to 500 bucks a month. We needed it. Like the problem at the time was like, I had two kids. One was in first grade. The other one was two years old. And I couldn't just go get a full-time job. Like I couldn't do that. Somebody had to stay home and take care of the kids. And I felt this pull to be able to do both. And I had to find a way to do it consistently in order for me to not spiral out of control. I had had autoimmune issues that had been controlling my life for a long time. I finally got them under control. And I was like, I'm never going back to that place. I need to do this in a way that's sustainable. So every single time that I had a work block, I knew I had to make it count, like truly make it count. Baby's down for a nap. I got to bust my butt. I got to make this work. So I started creating workflows and not just any workflows. I made workflows that actually worked. Trust me, I tried to pull them off of Pinterest and get people's templates. I tried them all and none of them worked. These workflows that I have created were so flexible that I could adapt them whenever my mom life happened, when kids were up all night and throwing up or whenever kids stayed home sick from school and I didn't get my Monday work block or whatever. They're clean, organized, super precise. I get major work done in a short amount of time. And they also kept me from having notes all over the place. How many notes and workbooks do you have everywhere right now? <laughs> with a thousand different things and you don't know where to find it. That is super frustrating. Way too many, all the notebooks. You don't even know what workbook you put it in or what notebook you put it in, right? Like it's so, and, and not even that, like that it spreads all across the whole electronic world too. So I knew that every single time I needed to get graphics done, podcast done, or focus on sales or coaching, like literally everything, it needed to be rinse and repeat. So this meant that I needed to stop avoiding work that had to get done, right? Like I can't just do the stuff that feels good. That's wasting time. No more working while I was supposed to be cleaning or being engaged with my kids or homeschooling at the time. I couldn't be working while I was doing that because then I was failing at that, right? So I had to be really clear at what I was doing at all times. And we're feeling guilty because I wanted to work all the time just to feel guilty when I was working, right? It's that like, oh, I wish somebody would watch my kids so that I could go work. And then when we're working, we wish that we were with our kids. Like I wanted to stop feeling that way. I wanted to know that I was showing up hard everywhere and getting consistent, knowing exactly what to do, focusing on tasks that mattered and building boundaries between my work and home to make intentional steps to, to, towards building a profitable business was all I cared about. And it's all you should care about right now too. So these four steps that you're about to write down on your paper are the exact steps that I took to make all of this happen. I got super focused, extremely consistent. I gained consistent momentum. And I took this brand new baby side hustle to a multiple six-figure business that I planned to take even further. Like it's the same thing every day now. We've just been doing this and that momentum continues to build and build and build and build because I didn't quit. I didn't regress. I didn't give up. Have I had seasons of highs and lows? Yeah, but I've been able to stay consistent through that. I was able to come out of interpreting fully. Plus, this business now blesses so many other women that work with me on my team and they can provide for their families too. Like big things are about to happen for you because of this consistency. The most important thing that we need to identify before we move forward is understanding how. Understanding not just the how, but what is keeping you from showing up every single day. So we're going to go through the how and then we're going to talk about right now, really quick, what is keeping you from showing up? 
do you have any idea? This is what's next in your workbook. And we're going to brainstorm a few ideas right now. What's keeping you from showing up consistently to your work? Here's a few ideas to think on. Are you working too much and still not getting really much of anything done? Are you feeling guilty because you're neglecting responsibilities at home? Are these internal feelings? Is it because you don't have time? Is your house just a mess? Like stuff is just like putting out fires everywhere. Is it behaviors with kids? Is it lack of communication and synergy with your husband? Is it just that the amount of laundry and dishes, you can't keep food on the table, your budget's a mess. Like what is it? Have you been committed to taking yourself and your business seriously? Maybe that's where you're at. Do you feel alone and you're not sure how to get started? Are you afraid of using the time that you were given and then not making any money and feeling like a failure? There's so many things. Like we got to work through all of that, right? Lots of fear. Good. Tracy says how to start. Easily bored with the same thing. Leanne, I like that answer because that's super valid. Good. I love all the things. Heather just said, we're done. It's all the things. Everything I said. Yeah. Valid. Okay. Well, guess what? I have felt every single one of them. That's how I knew how to write them down on the paper. I felt all of those things. And this is where we're going to break down how I've moved through it. And I continue to move through it because the truth of the matter is, is that no matter what, you need to find the systems and the tools and the workflows that support you. Because in my novelty, I thought that I was going to do these things and then the problems would just go away. But the truth of the matter is, is the curveballs keep coming. The overnight pukies keep coming. Like it just keeps coming, right? And so I needed, and I still need, and I still use every single day and you will continue to need and you will continue to use a system that fits you over and over and over and over and over again. These four steps are what you have to do to grow your business using these workflows. Now that you know what's blocking you, I want you to like circle that on your paper because that's going to be important. You're going to know how to move forward. So a really important thing for us to address before I just tell you every four step is steps is what is a workflow? <laughs> what is a workflow? Who thinks they know what a workflow is? That's an important thing to address. So who here actually has workflows in place? That's a really great question. Are you using workflows or are you not? What are you using right now that keeps you organized or not organized? Anybody familiar with Asana, Trello, Monday.com, ClickUp? You guys know what these are? Those are task management softwares. Those are not workflows, okay? Who has a MeisterTask account with workflows in place in MeisterTask? Where are my homies at? Where are my friends? Where are my MeisterTask friends? I love it. MeisterTask is the task management software that I promote and um, I really, 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 really love. Uh, so essentially, here's what a workflow is. And this is the definition you're going to write down in your workbook. A workflow is a structured game plan that lays out... I'm going to give you a lot of words and we're going to make it really simple. Okay. A workflow is really a game plan and it lays out a sequence of steps that need to be reached for you to hit this outcome or goal that you want. Okay. It's a series of steps or tasks that need to be completed in a specific order to achieve a specific goal. So this workflow is also your guide. Okay. So it's a structured game plan. It is also a series of steps and it is your guide. 
Those are three good things that you can write down. It's a guide that takes you from the beginning of a process all the way to the end of a process to successful completion. Workflows are not created equal. It's important to note with a big star that by definition, a workflow is created to achieve a specific outcome. This means that one workflow cannot produce multiple outcomes and still be effective. Workflows are not glorified checklists. You're going to run write that down in your workbook too. Workflows are not a glorified checklist. So if a if you go into some fancy electronic Asana or Trello and it's just a long list of all the things that needs to be done, that ain't it. Like, that's not it. That's just taking your little post-it note and putting it in the computer, right? I've spent years dialing in the exact science behind what workflows are actually needed in order to grow a business and be able to keep up with the kids in the house and the marriage. It's marrying these two things together that I was searching for that no one had answers to. So I was like, I'm going to create them. And that lit me up, right? I've also spent years with these exact same four workflows, watching what they've done for so many other CEOs that I work with to know what did they need to be consistent to? So it's not just that I vetted it for myself. I vetted it for beginners. I vetted it for people that are trying to start a business, but are in college, but they're not sure for nonprofits, for seven figure CEOs, for multiples, like all across the board. If you're a mom and you're trying to do this thing, this is going to work. So he, who here wants to grow their business in an organized fashion? Who's done with being scattered, Sally, and wants to do it consistently? That is what you really have to be dedicated to because this isn't like, oh, cute, she's going to give me all the answers. I'm going to go put it in place and it's one and done. This is a this is something that you're going to have to do. You're going to have to be dedicated to being organized, just like your fridge has to be organized if you want it to be that way. Otherwise, it's a hot mess after three days, right? So this is something that you have to say, I'm in. Like, I want to get organized, okay? That is all taken care of. Here's the four steps. Step one, friends, what do you need to do? I've talked about this a lot in promoting this workshop. The first step is using the four core workflows daily, and I'm going to show you what they are. Remember, random workflows do not work. The first thing underneath this step in your workbook is it is vital that you get your business strategically organized so you can completely shut off when work is done and go back to life without being distracted by work. So you have to know, I'm going to be done after three hours today. Close my laptop and not be behind a screen while you're doing life with your kids. This isn't 100% of the time, but it's most of the time, right? Life is not that easy and black and white when we're hustling life the way that we are. But the truth is, is that most of the time, I close my laptop, I leave my phone in my office and I go have fun with my family and I cook dinner and I do all the things and I circle back to it at nighttime if I want. So the four core workflows are specific four workflows that you're gonna need to have in place to cover every, and I mean every single aspect of your business, no matter how big or how small your business is or you want it to be. These four core workflows will cover it from start to finish, okay? So the first one is our cockpit. And I'm actually going to share screen so you guys can see what this cockpit looks like. You guys can take notes. You can do whatever you want. This is an example of a cockpit. This is not mine because mine is got a lot of things and a lot of people going in it right now. So this is an example 
of a cockpit. And I'll take you through the major pieces of this. This is the main hub for all the things that you want as a to have in a workflow in your business. So any kind of events that you have going on, you want all of that information stored over here on the left, okay? Then you're gonna have a column for your to-dos. And this is what you focus on every week. This is what you do every single week. And as the week goes, you're gonna take your thing that you said you're gonna do on Monday for two hours, drop it in in progress, bump it over to done. And every day you're gonna show up and you're gonna do that with your Tuesday cards, then your Wednesday, then your Thursday, and then your Friday. And by the end of the week, the goal is that you would have every single task done. And this, if you guys follow along with me on Instagram or you know me at all, this is the glory that I'm talking about when at the end of the week, your to-do list is done and you can go breathe for the whole weekend. That is what I aim to give myself and every other person that I teach. We've got our monthly tasks that we do once or twice a month, any meetings, and then everything that we do projects, events, anything that happens in the quarter that we want to get done on a quarterly basis goes over here in our quarterly columns. And then we got that project tank for those of you that have a lot of ideas and you can't stay focused. We put them in the project tank and we only pull them into actual assigning them. We're going to do them in January or March. We pull them into the quarters. So that is your first workflow. Let me, your second workflow that you need is your content calendar. So let me open this bad boy up. Here's your content calendar. This is the one-stop shop for every single piece of content that you're putting out into the world, okay? Whether that be one platform or a lot, it doesn't matter. You need to have a place where you go to see all of your content for every single thing that you're putting out. So, we right now have a podcast, we have a blog, we have emails, I have a general Facebook group, I have a student Facebook group, I have an Instagram, and that is it right now. Eventually, there will probably be a YouTube, and anytime I add or take anything out, it all goes in here. And every piece of content that goes out is just right here, and I have it set up by weeks. Week one, we have a rinse and repeat. Every Monday, what goes out? Every Tuesday, what goes out? I don't think about this. I didn't think about it at all. Got it out of my head one time. I put it in a workflow and we are done. And it is magic. And the fun of this too is when I'm done with the podcast, I move it over to blog. It gets assigned to the blogger. The blogger opens it up. The blogger go does it with whatever she needs to do. And then she marks it complete. And every month I watch all my podcast episodes just move through like this. And it is so clean. It makes it to where I don't have to think about it ever. I show up, I do the work and I get out. Okay. What is workflow number three? These are our event workflows, okay? Anytime you have any kind of event in your business, something that you have to get prepared for. This was my event that I just recently had. This is an old example of mine where I have an event every year. It's my CEO retreat. I get together with two of my really great CEO friends. I think one of them might be here. I think I saw Stephanie Gass in here. Uh, and Polly Payne is another one. And we bring our teams and it's amazing. And it's a lot of work. But sometimes I have smaller events. This is technically an event for me. We have a, a workflow just like this built for this event that I'm hosting right now. And it looks identical to this. What are all the things that have to get done? Why are we doing this at 2 a.m. two nights before, friends? You all knew it was coming. Why are we not getting prepared? Because we didn't have the tool. We didn't have the system to know where to put it. And when your brain doesn't think like that, you just don't even know what to do. So we do our very best, you know? So 
This is pretty simple. You got all your event details, how many weeks you want to prep, how many days are you at the event, and you just put all your tasks in there. This is really straightforward. And then any follow-up or wrap-up tasks that you want to get done at the very end of that. Last but not least, let's look at the fourth workflow, and this is your project workflow. Who has projects in their business that they are trying to complete right now? Okay, great. I can only see like four hands right now and I did get a couple hand raises, so that's fantastic. The rest of you I can't see because I'm sharing my screen, but I have a bunch. Everybody always has a bunch, Roxanne. Everybody puts their hands up, that's cute. I like the little hand, you guys. So here's the deal. We're gonna talk a little bit more about this, the strategic way and how I make sure that projects actually have time and space, but how you get them done, how you show up and do them, whether or not you have a VA or you're doing it on your own, this is how we do it. It's pretty much the same as an event. It starts with all of our project details over on the left-hand side, how many weeks we're going to work on that project, and then the due date. That's it. And we get things organized. It's breaking it out and getting it in here. That is the really important part. Okay. Those are the four main core workflows that you can take everything that you're juggling right now in your business and put them into let me go back and grab my notes okay so now we are at step number two you guys still following along in your workbooks we got you step number two is to stay consistent and gain momentum this is i see so many women that struggle to stay consistent and it defeats them it defeats them because what happens? Have you ever experienced going all in and getting really good? It's just like going to the gym and working out and you start to make progress and then you fall off the wagon and it's frustrating. It's defeating. It's so defeating. So you've got to stay consistent in order to gain that momentum. The number one reason why most moms who try and run a successful business don't succeed is not actually because they're a mom. They think it's because of all of the other things a home management system. Let me just toot my own little home management system horn for a second. Obviously that is vital. You wouldn't have the hours to work and I wouldn't be able to show up to work if I was drowning. And so if you identified that being a mess in your home is one of the things that's holding you back, systems in your house is important. But the truth of the matter is, is that they have zero strategic organization in place and are completely scattered when they sit down to work. So that is a point in your workbook underneath step number two. The reason is because they have zero strategic organization in place and are completely scattered when they sit down to work. Having a two or five hour work block means nothing if you spend the entire two to five hours creating reels that lead to zero leads or sales. That's a hobby. The next point in your workbook is a business generates what? Leads and sales and it creates impact and income. I'm going to say that one more time because this is the crux of everything. A business generates leads and sales. It creates impacts and income. If it doesn't create random things with no purpose, it doesn't create random things with no purpose. It's really simple to say, I'm going to start this thing. I'm going to get a website. I'm going to grab a template. I'm going to grab an LLC and an Instagram handle. And I'm going to post on social media. And then I'm going to change my offers four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 times. I'm just going to keep throwing spaghetti at the wall, which is okay. 
But what's really hard is sticking with one thing that works with your momentum month over month over month over month to see your growth through, right? Are you using your time in your own mind? You don't have to answer this here, but I want you to search your heart. Are you using your time for a business or a hobby? If you're serious about putting your time towards a business and using your time from away from your home, away from your family, away from your health and fitness goals, away from everything, you're going to pull from that for this business. You need to be able to answer the following questions. You have to. How many hours a week do you need to work? That's the first question. How many hours a week do you need to work? What tasks are you going to do in that block of time? Where are you going to keep all the tasks that you're supposed to do? should be in a workflow. You should already know that answer. A really specific workflow. And what tasks are most important to focus on first, second, and third? Like, what are we actually doing? In order to gain momentum, this is the next point in your workbook, and get off of that hamster wheel of endless tasks that go nowhere, you have to do two things. Number one is know what tasks to focus on. Number two, head down, ladies, stay consistent. And I know there are a lot of people out there that are like, you don't have to be consistent. That's malarkey. Everything we do in life, we have to be consistent if we want to see results, period. Okay. So head down, know what to focus on and then do it and don't look up, like just keep doing it. Okay. There's only six types of tasks. And this is the next part in your workbook. There's six types of tasks. That's it. Let's not get all over the place and overwhelmed. There's six types of tasks that every business owner needs to complete in order to have a successful business. Only six. That's it. One, daily tasks. Two, your weekly tasks. This is most of your work. This is content creation, short form, long form, blogs, Instagram, et cetera. Student and client support, random one-off tasks, supporting your clients, working in your programs, et cetera. The third are monthly tasks, which is like maybe 30 minutes a week. It's like, I need to do the bookkeeping or I need to update this one spreadsheet. It's like the random things, right? That like we should do every month, but we normally don't because we get to the end of the month and we're like, whatever, we'll do it next month. And then we never do it, right? Those are tasks that we have to do. Number four, another type of task that we have to do are our meetings. We have meetings, right? We got to have, there's things that we have to show up to, whether that's education because you don't have a ton of meetings, you're new or you're fully involved and you got a lot of meetings or somewhere in between. Number five are projects, all the projects. And number six are events. Any kind, any type of event in your business would create tasks that you have to do. Okay, when you feel like you have a million things to do every single day and week, it's because like more than just six tasks, like your brain can't wrap, itself around like what does this actually mean you feel like you have a million things to do it's because you don't have a system in place to keep your business organized and these six tasks all get organized inside those four core workflows super straightforward now let's talk about how to stay consistent with those six types of tasks so you can grow because that's the point tell me in the chat if you have set work blocks every single week like you know you can go to your husband and say, I'm working Monday, Wednesday, Friday from 12 to 2, and I'm working Thursday, Friday from 8 to 4, or whatever yours are. Maybe it's 6 a.m. to 7 a.m., and then it's in the evening. Do you know what your work blocks are? That is a huge question. I'm going to show you right now how easy it is to create 15 hours a week. Like, 
So simple. I promised you that I would show you how to create consistent work blocks. And I don't, it's so unbelievably easy and people get really overwhelmed with this. So it's very important that I show you because it's always going to change. Your work blocks that you have right now are going to change when your business changes, when your family changes, when your health changes, they change, but you always have to have work blocks, right? You always have to show up to your work. So let's look at the example of trying to get 15 hours of, of work in a week. Even if you don't need 15 hours or you need more, it doesn't matter. This is the process. It's really simple math. So you could break 15 hours a week. Does 15 hours a week to work on your business sound like a really solid number? That's uninterrupted. Like I'm going to focus for 15 hours. That sounds really good. I mean, it sounds, sounds really great to me. I'm in a sweet spot of about 20 hours a week. And when it's a, when it's a high season, we got a lot of stuff going on, maybe lots of events or different things happening. I'll go, I'll push 25 hours, but 20 hours is my sweet spot. I started out with eight and I grew over time, but 15 hours is so amazing. So let's look at a couple different ways we can break this down. Let's look at three times five, right? So if you have three five hour blocks, maybe you can, maybe you're in a spot where you're like, okay, my kids go to school. So I can do Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That's 15 hours. Awesome. Here's another example. You could take a power hour every morning plus a two hour work block every day. So that's three hours a day, an hour in the morning before everybody gets up. And then just two hours in the middle of the day, you can squeak out two hours in the middle of the day, Monday through Friday, you got 15 hours. Here's another option. Three hour work blocks, five times a week, smack dab in the middle of the day. I did that for the long nap. When we had a three hour napper for a short season in our life, I did that for a while. How about one hour in the morning, one hour during nap, and one hour at 8 p.m. after everyone settled for the evening? That's three hours. That's 15 hours. I know it's broken up, but guess what? That's the season of having littles. And it's, I did it. You can do it too. You could totally do it. Every single scenario adds up to 15 hours a week. That is part of your homework after this workshop is over. You're going to go figure out what are your work blocks, okay? You can multiply this out any way you want. And this is literally what I coach people on, like free coaching. Here you go. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars of free coaching in your lap right now. I literally sit with my students and figure out their work blocks for them. This is what I do. What do you need? Where can we fit it? How can we make it consistent? That is your homework. All right, let's look at step number three. All right, that's it. Part one is over. Part two, you're going to see that just below this episode. I'm so excited for you to come back because part three and part four are the true juicy, absolute pieces of my process that sets me apart from so many other people that are trying to juggle their family, their house, their kids, and actually making progress and keeping a well-organized and consistent business. Remember, if you haven't already, drop down below, try and catch the replay. This will be up for a limited time only and grab that workbook down below so that you can keep that, reference it, and use it as you move forward in your business and in your life with all of this information. All right, I'll meet you over inside of part two.